What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Zara Sports Free For All, a podcast about health, fitness, sports, and a whole lot of rants. I am your host, Alex. Yo soy Alessi. Cue the music. Money world. El mundo quiere dinero. Welcome back to Zaro Sports Free For All. So, first of all, I just want to apologize because I did mention on the last episode that we were going to have Tim from Every Calorie Counts on this week. Uh, unfortunately, he was having a couple of issues with his uh, baby daughter. She was feeling a little sick, so we weren't able to get together for the podcast. I do, however, have a very special guest today, and our guest today is going to be Charlotte. So, Charlotte, go ahead. Tell them a little more about yourself. What's going on, guys? Uh, Charlotte here with Zaro Sports. Um, a little bit about me. I enjoy fitness and yoga. Um, I am a certified yoga instructor. Um, I'm really just looking to, you know, keep enjoying life and keep embracing others to be them best selves. Awesome. So we actually worked together on uh, this previous week. And the Zaro Sports team was able to send out an email and the email was five tips on how to plan, attack and conquer your 2020. So that's the conversation we're going to get into today, um, beginning with tip number one, define your goal. So as I go along here, uh, Charlotte and I are just going to kind of go back and forth and help you visualize and help you plan, attack and conquer your 2020. So let's start it off, Charlotte. Go ahead and uh, let's talk about defining your goal. So basically what we wrote on there on that on that first piece of uh, tip there was know exactly what you are working towards and what you want to accomplish. So elab- elaborate uh, from your perspective a little more on that. Well, yeah, for me, I know, especially if I don't define my goal, um, and, you know, have the specifics, whether if it's, you know, related to fitness, you know, lower my body fat percentage. If I don't narrow it down to a T, like, for example, financials, if I want to save a thousand dollars in in a month, you know, if I don't have the specific there, um, sometimes I, I notice that either it falls off, uh, you know, it just goes under the radar and, you know, I just lose the focus. And then when it comes to terms with, you know, New Year's resolutions, we're coming into the new year now, a lot of people set New Year's resolutions. And, you know, if you're not defining to a T exactly what you want to accomplish, you know, it's so easy to, you know, get distracted and, you know, lose focus on what you're actually working towards. So, you know, for me, defining my goal helps me stay on track and you know, it, it pinpoints exactly where and what I want to do. Yeah, um, I, I like to think about it. I mean, that, that's a that's a great, great uh, definition of defining your goal, really. Um, I like to think about it in a very, very simple way. And I heard this a while back. I, I can't tell you who I heard it from, but it just makes so much sense. You never get into your car without knowing where you're going. I mean, maybe you do if you're going for a joyride and... and you're out on a Sunday drive and your drop top convertible, but what are the chances, right? Anytime you get in your car, you know where you're going. You have a clearly defined destination. So define your goal before you get in that vehicle, before you actually start your journey, define your goal, know where you want to go, know where you're going to end up. And that'll help you 
a lot. It'll help you tremendously on on leading up to whatever you're trying to do. I've actually never heard of that one before, and I I really like that. I'm gonna actually write that down because it's it's so true. Right. So <clears throat> number two on the uh, the tips here was make a plan. So we described that as making a plan of action that will be realistic and consistent. Results don't happen overnight. Consistency is key to getting where you want to be. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, elaborate a little more. Yeah, I mean, again, this kind of goes back to defining your goal, at least the way I like to look at it. Um, You know, having a plan of action and having something that is realistic, you know, something that you can be consistent with. When, you know, relating this to, you know, New Year's resolutions and, and fitness goals, a lot of people often, you know, they don't have a plan of action or they turn to fad diets, which I know I have myself personally in the past, um, or you, you know, you don't have a consistent plan, you know, set. And what happens, at least what has happened for me is that, you know, I fall off, um, you know, again, I lose my focus on what I'm working towards and what I have to do to get there. So the way I actually like to look at making a plan is maybe break it down into three months, break it down into smaller, you know, these smaller realistic goals that you can tackle where you're not setting yourself up for failure and it feels like oh, I'm just not there yet, you know? Um, I think for me, Breaking into those those micro goals along the way has really been beneficial. And I've probably been implementing that for about the past year, maybe a year and a half or so. Um, and I've noticed the consistency and growth within myself just by doing that. So having a plan for me at least has, it's a way to keep me accountable, I think. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of like my view on making a plan. How about you, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, making a plan is, is absolutely necessary. I mean, not to be corny, but let's stay within that theme of getting in your vehicle. Um, if you don't know where you're going, what's your plan? You go turn on Waze, you go turn on Google Maps, you go turn on whatever map service you use to get to your destination, right? That's your plan. Because if you don't know how to get there and you don't have anywhere of telling you how to get there, inevitably, you're going to get lost. So, yeah, you definitely need to make a plan of action. So to make it relatable, I mean, within within the fitness realm, yeah, let's make a plan of action. Uh, take it step by step. And, that, and that's a great point. Like if you need to break it down into three month increments, like 12 weeks at a time, then do that. And for some, you may even need to break it down further than that, maybe four weeks at a time. Maybe and even like a week by week basis, yeah, to be no, honest. Yeah, like no. I, we've done that. I think we both have done that at, at certain points. Is you know what can we tackle right now that will you know c- keep contributing to where we want to be? Yeah, so definitely make your plan, break it out according to what you believe you can do. I mean, <laughs> if if you know you're setting yourself up for failure by saying at the end of the year you're going to make X amount, then don't do that. Say you want to make X amount every week. And then try to hit your daily goals. Or when it comes to fitness, if you want to work out five days a week, don't say, oh, man, I missed Monday. So screw the whole week. Just take it one day at a time. One day at a time. So break it down into baby steps. That's awesome. Definitely make your plan. So moving forward, number three is give yourself proper nutrition. 
And we all know this. And it seems like it's such a vague kind of like when somebody tells you, yeah, eat healthy. You're like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Right. And uh, I mean, but but realistically, food is the fuel and everybody is different. And the way you wrote this out on the email, it was everybody as in everybody's body. Their physical body is different. So give your body the proper nutrition that lines up with your individual goals. And this can be one of the most daunting tasks because nutrition is just, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's really just marketing. You really have to know uh, a little more your ins and outs about nutrition to be able to make proper choices and how to fuel yourself when you're on an actual training program. So, But it also lines up with what you're working towards. Like, wouldn't you say that, you know, if... If you're looking to get bigger, you, you're going to eat differently than someone who's looking to lean out or lifestyle versus training. You know, everything is different as, you know, as Alex said before, it really does come down to every body is different because, you know, what works for Alex and what he's eating is not going to work for me. Um, and I know, like, I used to struggle with nutrition a lot. I used to, you know, I, as I'm sure many people who will listen to this have you know try those fad diets you know the The 21 day fix (laughs) i think one time uh my best friend and i tried the military diet and it was like so absurd like i am so upset with myself in retrospect for even trying it because it was something crazy like eating like three crackers a hard-boiled egg and a slice of cheese for breakfast and it's so funny now like thinking about it, because what do I eat now? I eat like 200 grams of egg whites and an English muffin and almond butter. And I don't even, you know, it's so much food compared to what I was trying before, you know, and now fueling my body the appropriate way, what I do actually need to function on the daily. Um, it's just mind blowing how the results do follow once you, you know, like once you feed yourself properly, you know. So there, that's a great point you bring up how you, you talk about you're actually eating more food to get to a point where you want to be. Um, and yeah, that will be the case for a lot of people, because if you've had poor eating habits, we're going to need to get you back to a baseline. So that may require us to feed you more than what you may have been eating previously. And I mean, it shouldn't deter you because in the long run, it's just going to help you out. We're going to balance you back out. We're going to get you back to a baseline and you're going to look better and feel better and perform better overall. So yeah, I mean, nutrition is is definitely at the top of the hierarchy here. Um, Nutrition is going to be number one. So give yourself the proper nutrition. So number four is giving yourself time to recover. Sleep and recovery are pivotal to achieving your goals. Without recovery, you will not look, feel, or perform your best. Uh, lately, I've been using this app on my iPhone, uh, and, it, and it works through the Apple Watch, so I have to leave my Apple Watch on throughout the night, and it gives me statistics overnight of how my sleep was. So I've been averaging a little between uh, between six and eight hours of good sleep so yeah it breaks it down and it's, it's pretty awesome to see the breakdown because it tells you how much like restful sleep you've had uh how much restless sleep you've had and <laughs> what time you woke up and uh it's pretty it's pretty good to be able to look at that and, and and see what needs to change 
So what are some of the methods that you use to uh, go ahead and recover? Yeah, I, um, you know, sleep obviously is like super important. I love getting seven to eight hours of sleep every night. That's like one of my top priorities. Um, but I think it goes, you know, further than just sleep. You know, coming from a yoga background, uh, you know, allowing your body that time to take in the hard work that you're doing um, and just, you know, really absorb it and give it the time to recover properly, it does enhance your performance. Um, you know, if you're you know, not getting enough sleep, if you're not feeding yourself right, you know, every all of, the, all of the things that we're saying really do feed into each other because if you're not you know, giving yourself the recovery time, you can easily pull something, you can easily injure yourself, um, or you can easily, like, lose interest really fast. You just burn yourself out. Allowing a rest day every now and then is amazing for yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, rest days are definitely, definitely something you need to program in. Um, For a long time, I was training, like, six days a week, and I enjoyed it because I was coming back from my from my ACL injuries, but in hindsight, I probably could have chilled and maybe even made some more gains. Um, recovery is just as vital to your performance and your training as anything else. It, 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 they go hand in hand. So if you're training hard, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and recover hard. Give yourself the rest that it needs. Yeah, and not just, I'm going to, you know, before we move on, I just want to say this goes way beyond your physical recovery you know you need you need to also take care of your mental state as well if you keep you know everything turning and you don't shut your brain off and you don't take the time to just simply be um you know again it leads to a burnout you you know it's not long standing it or at least not for the not for the masses not for the many people there's very rare uh, very few people out there who can you know keep it turning like that but, you know, one method that I have used is meditation. And again, going back to the yoga, you know, it's not for everybody. And sometimes it's so hard to shut off that brain. Uh, but when you do so, you can you can achieve so much by just, you know, allowing yourself to just take that time for you. Um, and really, again, it's recovering. It's giving you that, that, that space that you need. Yeah, and that's a great point with the uh, the recovery and the yoga. So Charlotte and I are actually working on a program. Uh, it's a, it's going to be like a a full standing program to be able to offer you strength training along with uh, mental and physical recovery. Uh, basically, working through yoga. So Charlotte, like if if somebody's doing a, a good amount of resistance training, they're training four to five days a week. What would you recommend that they that they do as far as like a yoga regimen or Anything to recover and um, and, and and programming the, the yoga in there? Yeah, uh, I mean, definitely, Even sometimes it's hard for people to fit in an hour of, of yoga practice. But um, would you say, would you say like once a week would be kind of like beneficial? Oh, absolutely. Even just starting with, you know, 20 minutes a day, maybe, if, if that is something that you can do. Um, it's, you know, it's again, it's creating the time for yourself yoga it's it's stretching out and when you're when you're lifting and you're training hard you know you do have to you're going to become very tight and it's going to be very uncomfortable you know when when you're training in a gym atmosphere everything is 
you know, you're, you're lifting in straight lines. You're, the body needs to flow. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? You mean flow as in like a, like a yoga flow, kind of just being more flexible, um, not moving like yeah. a robot, like I a, mean, like a big no, block of, think, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just a big block of muscle. <laughs> I don't think anybody's comfortable being, you know, stiff, you know, I don't think you, you know, sitting in a chair for a super long Think like everybody who's, who works a nine to five, you're sitting in a chair the entire day, even if you're not training or you're not, um, or you're, you're, you have a different form of, of working out. Um, you know, if you're sitting at a desk all day, you you can definitely benefit from, you know, a 20-minute stretch a day. Again, it doesn't have to be a yoga flow. You can, you can even just incorporate different poses that do open up those problem areas. And again, this is unique to each person. So, you know, what might bother me, you know, might not bother you, Alex. You might have something different that bothers you. And you know, there's so many different ways to go about that, but allowing the body to recover and just learning, learning your body, you know, learning what bothers you, what doesn't bother you, where's your limits. Um, you know, that's really important to know too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, uh, that lower back is definitely bothering me a lot today. It's, it's been getting better, but, uh, all right, let's move forward. So, the last item on the list was visualize yourself. See yourself where you want to be. When you visualize yourself at your goal, you define your path and make it easier to stick to the plan of action you set out. Um, <clears throat> wholeheartedly believe this. Uh, it's kind of like a speak it to existence or uh, believe it until it becomes true. In yoga, uh, we say manifest. So, yeah, manifest. Yeah, that's awesome. Go ahead and, and keep elaborating on that. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, manifest what you want, um, you know, in, in making this relatable to 2020 resolutions, you know, everybody's, most people set those for the new year. Um, and we're just a few days away from the new year. You know, if you cannot visualize yourself and believe it and feel it within you, chances are you're not going to get there. And, you know, that is, that that's just the truth of it. If you don't believe it inside of you, if you don't see it, if you don't see yourself becoming that or there already, um, you know, it's important. Your mind is the biggest barrier to overcome. And if, again, if you don't believe it in yourself, others aren't going to believe in it, you know, within you. So it starts with you. It starts, you know, visualize, dream big. If you're, I've always heard this and I love this you know, if your dreams don't scare you, then they're not big enough. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I'm looking up over here at the uh, the Kobe Bryant book, The Mamba Mentality. Um, and, it, and, it, and it's it just makes me think, like, it really is like a mentality thing. Uh, you have to talk to yourself positively. Give yourself positive self-talk. Uh, believe in yourself. You know, don't put yourself down because at the end of the day, you are going to be your number one supporter. So when you visualize yourself... Essentially, what you're doing is you're, you're you're cheering yourself on. You're like, yeah, I can do this. Come on, let's keep it going. Let's keep rocking. So, and I honestly, this goes way beyond. Like this can this is a life lesson. I feel um, this is something that goes outside of nutrition, outside of fitness, outside of you know those type of goals. This is a life. I th I feel like this is a life tip. You know, visualize where you want to be. You know, what is your dream job? What, you know, what is your goal for the year? You want to be a millionaire? 
visualize it, feel it, feel it within you. Don't spend it if you don't have it. But, you know, you have to believe within yourself first that you are capable of getting there. And, you know, if you're willing to do the hard work and it will work for you, but it starts with, you know, that mental. Yeah, mentality is everything. So visualize yourself where you want to be. Um, and guys, that that is that is your five tips. So just to recap, number one, define your goal. Number two, make a plan. Number three, give yourself the proper nutrition. Number four, give yourself time to recover. And then number five, visualize yourself. And that's that's basically our uh, tips to plan, attack, and conquer your 2020. Yeah, obviously, you know, life gets in the way sometimes and it's so easy to use an excuse as to, you know, why we can't do something or why we divert from what we're planning. I think following these five tips right here, it kind of like it keeps it all in perspective. You know, again, it starts with you. I think that was what was that that was your first podcast, Alex? Yeah, that was episode number one. It starts with you. Yeah, and, and it I like to relate it back to you know, an airplane, if you're not taking care of yourself first, then you can't take care of others. If you're not putting your oxygen on first, you can't put the oxygen on other people, you know? So if, if you're not taking care of, you know, what you want to do with your, your, your goal, your plan, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself nutrition wise, recovery wise, you're not going to look, feel, or perform your best. And that goes in every aspect, you know, work, family, friends, Whatever it may be, you know, I think these are five tips that kind of like it's a nice like foundation to start on. Guys, we really appreciate your time. I know this episode ran a little bit longer than what my previous two were, but I think these are extremely helpful tips moving into 2020. Uh, We're recording this on the last Sunday here of 2019. We're getting ready to move into a new decade. So if you're looking to get into the best shape of your life, join the Zara Sports team for online fitness, coaching, or come train with us in person here in New Jersey. With the online coaching, you'll get your full workout and nutrition plan created to your specific goals so you won't have to deal with the hardships. All right? Let us help guide you to success, and it will spill over into all other aspects of life. Soon, we'll be releasing the Zara Sports Complete Athlete Program, which will include everything mentioned previously and guided recovery from Charlotte. Me. <laughs> and if you're on the fence, join us for a 14-day trial, and I'm confident you'll never look back. Guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. Let's crush it this week. Join us on Facebook at Zaro Sports. We'll catch you next week. In 2020. Money work. Money work. Money work. Money work.